This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. One night in Edmonton, we were out on the town, and there was a guy by the name of Bane Norrie. How about that? Bane says, I did I ever tell you guys about the night I was out with the Rolling Stones? And I'm like, come on! What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Like This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to a brand new week. It is your favorite sports talk show, the RP Show. Your favorite daytime sports talk show in Canada. And I think the only one. We're coming to you live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun today, but I'm not real happy with the fact that I think that we're right back in March 2020 uh, realm with breaking news as we go right in the middle of the show. I feel like I'm tap dancing a little bit here. We're so pleased to be back at the Beach House, by the way. So thank you to Jess and the crew for welcoming us down here. If you're ever in this uh, South Florida area, you got to stop at the Beach House. It is the most beautiful restaurant on the Atlantic coast in Florida. And uh, well, I don't really want to leave. Let's bring in from the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, the Moose, Darren DuPont, as we will get through our weekends and stuff like that as he fixes the flow. Listen, Moose, I don't want to be that guy sitting here wearing these shades today, but it is literally that bright. So I apologize, and uh, the servers are all going on about how hot it is. What are the chances? I just saw this on Twitter, them saying, hey, can we say the site of the 2022 World Junior Hockey Championship, <laughs> South Florida? Did you see that on Twitter? No, I didn't. That's tremendously exciting. Well, I didn't uh, see that. Tell me the context. No. Somebody, what was the context? Oh, well, that's our poll question, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to tell the viewers to get ready. I feel like this show today is going to be all out of order, which is a lot of fun. But, you know, the poll question today is the World Juniors, what do you think is going to happen for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center? They're going to play as normal with fans in Edmonton and Red Deer, or they're going to play without fans, or they're going to cancel the tournament altogether. And the last I saw leading the way is they're going to play but without fans. So somebody on Twitter responded and said, hey, move the World Juniors to Texas or Florida because COVID doesn't exist there. And I hate to tell you, I hate to be the bearer of whatever news but darren i my go-to website now is floridatoday.com that's where i find out everything i need to know about florida as i get up to go about my day cases are going up deaths are going down 
And if you can figure that one out, Darren, you're a hell of a lot smarter than a lot of doctors and disease experts and all the rest. So they're just saying, move the World Juniors to Florida. It's a hockey hotbed, and uh, this is the place that you want to be. So anyways, um, before we get into the, who the guests are going to be and the show topics and so forth, how was your weekend, Moose? Uh, the weekend was awesome. It was great. We had a great weekend. Um, relaxed a little bit, did some hockey, watched some football. So it was good. How was yours? Uh, it was good. And, you know, before we go any further than that, let's get into the Great Western Weekend photo album. We invite all of our viewers to send in their photos. Great Western Brewing Company, extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. This was the Boca Raton Bowl, where, uh, by the way, Western Kentucky spanked Appalachian State 59-38. Bailey Zapp set a bowl record with six touchdown passes for Western Kentucky. Uh, I stopped by the game, didn't stay bowl. But the roof claimed Boca Raton Bowl. By the way, that went on Saturday. Keep her rolling, boys. In the back, if you can. This was on Sunday. That is the very beach where they filmed Bloodline. I was performing a little... Uh, ceremony out there, Darren, as a matter of fact. You know Very what cool. it is. Nobody else yes. needs to know, but it was a little bit of a uh, thing. And, of course, somebody interrupted me. I was burning something there. And, uh, yes. yeah, somebody thought that wasn't appropriate. Anyways, you take it from here. Well, this I just got one. Uh, most of my time actually was spent watching football at home uh, over the weekend. But this is me and Daniela calling the Pats game on Friday. I didn't wear the sweater for the whole game, but the crew was doing an ugly Christmas sweater thing. I love it. So I stopped by Value Village and got that uh, vest. And I'll admit, from the ladies' section for two ninety nine, it came with the lights and uh, and batteries. How so I got that? my I, I got my money's worth, and we had some fun with that on Friday night. Love it. The weekend photo album for Great Resting Brewing Company. People send us your photos as well with whatever you were doing. Coming up on the program today from TSN Montreal. 690, Joey Alferi. Uh, he is the CFL, NFL, NHL insider from there. And in hour two, the president of the Canadian Football League Players Association, Solomon Elamimian, for a State of the Union from the CFL players. So that's the guest. Can we hit the quick six show topic? <laughs> um, this is where it's going to start to get wild, uh, Moose. And by the way, the restaurant's getting full here, too. Everybody's looking at me. It's peak season. This thing is full from 11 a.m. until 1 a.m., the Beach House Pompano. you got to stop here. So they're getting a live show. And, by the way, it is so bright. I just want to shout out Jordan, Director Jordan, for getting the lighting all good. You should have seen it before, Darren, how blown oh, I out did. it was back here. Yeah, I took a peek so, at it. And I, will say, and I will say this. Um, the folks at uh, – it must be Bronco Plumbing and Heating because the heating in here is pristine. Works. There is no issue with the heat. Okay, no issue, but it's about Glad minus it. 15 outside, so I got the thick uh, sweater from Ryan Leslie on, um, but I get in the studio. Nice. It is 80 degrees in the studio. 80 degrees. So Eight very, zero. Un wow. very uncomfortable. It was 86 here yesterday, just so yeah. you know, and that was uh, very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> so this is where I say bear with us. Because it is live television, live streaming, and stuff's going down as we... So I'm going to start with the NHL and the statement. The NHL and its Players Association temporarily clamped down on teams crossing the border, Canadian border, to shut down operations of two more teams on Sunday for a total of seven now in hopes of salvaging the season as COVID-19 outbreaks spread across the league. The Detroit Red Wings and the Maple Leafs were added to the list of teams 
canceled to shut down operations joining Colorado, Florida, Calgary, Nashville, and Boston. Canadian-based teams will not play U.S.-based teams from Monday through Thursday ahead of the league's holiday break, which was scheduled for Christmas Eve to Boxing Day. Those postponed games are expected to be rescheduled. They don't even know when. The league said the decision was made in part because of the fluid nature of federal travel restrictions. Now, I have or had today's list of games because we always like to talk in our featured games. There were two. Columbus was at Buffalo tonight in Minnesota, Dallas. Now the Columbus-Buffalo game has been postponed. You saw that. That's now the 41st game the NHL has postponed this season because of COVID. Now, we'll move on and we'll get to the NFL highlights from week 15. I got some World Juniors stuff in here. So obviously some CFL notes and NLL too. Now, tell me what the take is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle because where I am in South Florida, basically it's a eh, and you can see why. Nobody's in here showing masks. This restaurant's at 100% capacity and they're like, ah, listen, I was with the Dodge kids on the weekend. They're like, we're still going to the Panthers and the Lightning, right? Yeah, December 30th. Like it's for these games, home games this week, the people are just saying as long as we get a refund, they're rescheduled, we'll work around it. So yep. they're okay, but what's it like in Canada? To be honest, you know, if you really look at it, not much has changed, okay? And I know there'll be people that said, what, the, the virus is going crazy with the variant and everything else. But look, my weekend didn't change. I went to the grocery store. I went to the to the mall. I uh, did a few different things, did some Christmas shopping. Nothing changed. I had to wear my mask. I had to show my vaccination at the restaurant. Nothing changed. But I think the awareness of this uh, Omicron, you know, um, variant, that's in people's conscious. And we're worried about our games going to be canceled. Our, is capacity going to change? I know in Ontario, it's a little bit different than it is here in the sweatpants capital. And it's going to be changing in Alberta and BC and different places and probably here too. So there's all that to consider. I think it's more of a, of a conversation thing than an actual behavior thing. Because nothing's changed in terms of our behaviors. But I think we're just aware that it might. And it has a little bit of feeling like last Christmas where we weren't really traveling and whatnot. Well, as uh, my parents used to say to me, particularly my mom, just worry about yourself. From YouTube, Safe Moon Dog writes in and says, but the NHL is 99.99% vaccinated. I said to you on the phone this weekend, it's hard to argue with the conspiracy theorists and the anti-vaxxers. It's just hard to argue with them at this point. When you got all these players vaccinated, but you still got all these breakouts, outbreaks, whatever you want to say, and it's wreaking havoc on the guy. I can't explain it. Don't come to me to explain it. All I'll say is uh, I'm going with the flow. Things could be worse. So anyway, and by the way, because it's a new week, bring up a brand new week of Taco Time comment of the week, by the way. Craig uh, Drebbett in Calgary won last week. So it starts all over today. Hey, podcast listeners, sorry to interrupt your podcast. It's Moose here wanting to tell you about another podcast, the Knuckleheads podcast. Our friends over there, they bring on some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. It's hosted by former NBA players Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. It's called the Knuckleheads podcast. It's their seventh season doing the podcast, and already this season, they've had Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Sue Bird, 
and DeMar DeRozan, the former Toronto Raptor. Yes, NBA veterans Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. They're lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. So listen in to the Knuckleheads podcast as they invite on special guests, high-profiled athletes, musicians, and entertainers to get brutally honest about everything from current events to unstold, untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. It is the Knuckleheads podcast wherever you get your podcasts. To the NFL point two, defense highlights defensive end Marcus uh, Demarcus Lawrence forced a fumble and made two plays that led to points at the NFL East leading Cowboys inch closer to a playoff berth, beating the Giants 21-6 in New York. Playoffs? We're looking at clinching first. Playoffs. Get out of here. Ben Roethlisberger ran for his first touchdown in three years, and Chris Boswell kicked four keep their playoff hopes alive, beating Tennessee 18-13. I see what you're doing there. Cameron Jordan and the New Orleans defense Tom Brady again shot Bay's high-powered offense as the Saints put the Buccaneers division title celebration plans on hold with a shutout of the reigning Super Bowl champions. Nine years because the Titans up. It's over. Um, you know, Darren, listen, just with the Dallas Cowboys... I'm happy to say that this is what I was saying all along. We're good enough. Let's just stay healthy. Let's get out of the regular season. Yeah. Nail down first, which we are the best team in the division, and go to the Super Bowl. And that's exactly what's happening. Tennessee Titans, my friend, you're supposed to be getting better as the season goes along. That's... Did they not get the memo? Didn't get the memo. And the issue is, A, they're not healthy. You know, uh, Julio Jones can't stay in the field. A.J. Brown can't get off the IR. And Derrick Henry's not coming back yet. Um, first place would have been huge uh, to get that extra week leading into the playoffs for, for the health. But you can't turn the ball over. That's the biggest reason. Pittsburgh didn't beat Tennessee. Tennessee crushed Pittsburgh in the football game, especially through two and a half, three quarters. But they turned the ball over four times, and three of those turned into touchdowns, yeah. like instantly. You just can't do that. Mistakes. And it's frustrating. Jennifer's watching from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NFL, UFC, and the Seattle Kraken fan club. She says, how about those Packers? How about the Packers? They, uh, they nailed down first in the NFC North, which, which I don't understand how the Vikings are still hanging around. As of now, the Vikings are supposed to be playing on Monday Night Football in a doubleheader. Like, this is <laughs> all out of order. I know. As we go along, uh, but congrats to the Packers. Listen, the other, how can I go any further without moving on to um, back to hockey here? But the Cardinals lose to the Detroit Lions. What? I know. <laughs> What's your take? Because I didn't see any of that. I saw a little bit of the Cowboys. I saw a little bit of the Dolphins, who have won six in a row. Because you can't go anywhere. You can't swing a sock without hitting somebody. Watching the Dolphins around here. Is that better? Swinging a sock rather than that, swinging a cat. That's does that better. Make you Thank happy. You. That does. Look at um, A plus B yeah. equals C, but sometimes you know B plus C doesn't equal. Like it doesn't all add up, right? Just because A beats B and B beats C, but C can beat A. Like we, nothing makes sense in the NFL. So don't try and say I beat you and you beat them, so we should beat them because that's not how it works. These are all professional football teams, okay? Jared Goff is a quarterback who was drafted very high, has a high skill set, and has led a team to a Super Bowl. doesn't matter if Sean McVay is the greatest offensive architect in the history of the game or not and the players around him. He still quarterbacked uh, the Rams into the Super Bowl, which is amazing. 
And he had his game, the game of his life in Detroit. I mean, his best game as a Lion. Yep. And things didn't work for the Cardinals. Sometimes you have a bad day. Arizona is still a Super Bowl contender. Detroit is not. They just dug themselves too much of a hole. But, hey, that's the whole idea of any given Sunday. Simple. Uh, by the way, 637 episodes of the Rod Peterson Show, and you pointed out a while back that this Brett Thompson in Saskatoon every single day for 637 days has written in and said, good morning from Saskatoon. And uh, I always I want to recognize him. Hey? Yeah. Oh, of course. I always want to say Moving hi. on to point... Yeah, move, I got... YouTube feed here, live feed here. I'm sorry, I'm on a bit of a delay here. It's like I'm camping. I'm out of my normal environs here, but it's still awesome. Point three, NHL from Sunday. Some of the highlights, I'm not going to go through all the games, but the Winnipeg Jets beat the St. Louis Blues 4-2 to give interim Winnipeg head coach Dave Lowry his first win behind the bench. Paul Stasty scored twice and added a helper. It was the last game for a while, the Jets and the Blues. I just want to drop anchor on that for a minute. I watched that game uh, because it was after kind of once we knew the Cowboys were going to beat the Giants I flipped over to the Winnipeg Jets game and I'm like yeah. this is still the same Jets that we know they are a damn good hockey team with a damn good goaltender in Connor Hellebuck and Mark Shifley was off the charts he is an NHL superstar I saw Craig Button calling him that on uh, SportsCenter he is that so you know what something had to change do you think because Washington was there Friday night Maurice quit that morning. Nobody knew that it was coming. We all got the sense that nobody knew outside the Maurice household, right, that Paul right. Maurice was going to quit. Maybe his team was rattled and shocked that night, and they couldn't recover in time to go out and beat the Washington Capitals because they didn't. But the St. Louis Blues are a pretty good team, and the Winnipeg Jets skated circles around them yesterday and beat them 4-2. So I guess my point is, um, any more thoughts on the Paul Maurice thing? Was there buzz in the rinks on that? Uh, on the weekend? Were you there working? was, yeah. People were talking about it for sure. They couldn't believe it. And I think Paul Maurice has a ton of respect around the game. And that's, you know, oh, yeah. a testament to his character. I don't know because I'm not in that locker room. And I, and I don't know the guys personally in that Winnipeg Jets locker room. But it feels like they've got a ton of respect for Paul Maurice as well. And when this happens... You know, this team is kind of sitting there and, and the leaders will likely, you know, say, look at, we're going to look around this room and we're going to do this for Paul and we're going to we're going to play to our potential just because he's not here now. Doesn't mean the things that he said don't matter. Right, guys. And, you know, you're you're right. Maybe a little shock in the first day. It's like we're reeling a little bit. We're thinking about that. We're not thinking about the Capitals. But the next day or the next game. Now we're focused and we can start getting on point here and have some time to... We'll see where they go the rest of the year, but I could see this as a rallying point for this group. And I know Dave Lowry will be a guy that will be relaying that message and be supportive of Paul. Well, uh, going into the year, I had him second in the Central Division. There's still time, obviously, for that to be achieved. They are good enough to be second in the division, but the way Colorado's rolling now, they're not as good as Colorado. But they've made the change, and now there's no excuses. Paul Maurice fell on his sword. But something had to change because they're better than what they were playing. Uh, the P Pittsburgh Penguins have won seven in a row after beating the New Jersey Devils 3-2. Tristan Jari made 17 saves in that one. And Chicago Blackhawks forward Brett Connolly was suspended four games without pay by the NHL for interference on Stars forward Tanner, Car uh, Tanner Carroll on Saturday night. We have to break for the first time on this Monday. When we come back, we'll get into a little Raptors, some NBA stuff, a lot of CFL notes, 
And uh, we'll take a look at what happened in the NLL on the weekend, too. And yes, you're right. The Taco Time viewer takeover is open. We're opening the Taco Time early on this Monday. On the way, Joey Alferi and Solomon Alamimian, you are watching Daytime Sports Talk, the Rod Peterson Show, live from the Pompano Beach House on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. We're live on a Monday from the beach house in Pompano Beach, Florida. Live shot there as this place is filling up just ahead of bringing the moose back in. Hey, that's what we... Oh, he is there. Let's leave him on the camera then as he's fixing his earpiece. Uh, just breaking news. I'm going to jump into a sports update, Moose, if you don't mind. From this Monday, the NHL has shut down the Montreal Canadiens and Columbus Blue Jackets through its holiday break because of COVID-19. The league said in a statement moments ago, the move was made due to concern with a number of positive cases within the last several days, as well as concern for continued COVID spread. The NHL has now sidelined a total of nine teams because of the pandemic's latest wave fueled by the fast-spreading Omicron variant. Meanwhile, this morning, Hockey Canada announced it has withdrawn its team from the Spangler Cup. Canada often competes in the European club-based tournament based in Davos, Switzerland. Hockey Canada said in a statement this morning it was pulling out due to the ever-changing landscape of the COVID-19 pandemic. And from the NFL, Baker Mayfield ran out of time. The Browns quarterback didn't test negative this morning and won't be activated from the COVID-19 reserve list to play against the Las Vegas Raiders. With Mayfield and his backup Case Keenum both out, third stringer Nick Mullins will start in possible playoff implications tonight. The Browns had hoped the NFL's decision to postpone the game from Saturday until Monday would allow Baker and other sideline players to return, but his test this morning was not negative. Ballers Rec Room brings you our sports updates. Check out our brand new line of games and also for the Tab Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Any thoughts, Moose, on that before we go back to where we were in the Quick Six? I know it's tough, but I would I would go back to last year. The Denver Broncos set to start a receiver at quarterback. They, granted, he played some quarterback in college, but. They didn't have a quarterback to play, and the NFL said play on. Now, the difference is there's more players in the protocol. So I get that. When, when teams are having, you know, 15-plus players in COVID protocol, you got to move the game back. So I get why they're playing uh, and, and moved it from Sunday, for sure. By the way, I see that you were getting a chuckle out of what was going around on Twitter this morning. Sean Simpson, the former Washington Capitals goalie, now on Ottawa. TSC, you're laughing already. TSN 1200 tweeted what his best Christmas gift was. And he said it was a brand new setup, if I can say it right. Cooper gold pads, a Vaughn chest protector, a brown neck guard, and he slept in it gear that night, and he felt 10 feet tall. I retweeted it and said, I asked for all those things and got a typewriter instead. <laughs> I was crushed. That? Uh, that was when I was... Simmers came in 1982, he said. Mine was around 87. I was in grade 10, and I came out, raced out of my bed, shook this box. I'm like, this doesn't feel like goalie equipment. <laughs> and I tore it open, and it was a typewriter. So, <laughs> do we have a sound effect on that one? Turned out being the best gift you ever got. 
Oh, that's what everybody's saying. That that's what everybody's saying on Twitter about that. By the way, but I guess because it is Christmas week. I can't even think about what the best Christmas gift I ever was. I always think about what was the worst. And maybe that typewriter was the best, now that I think about it. What was yours? People write in on YouTube, text line at 902. Tell us what was your best ever Christmas gift. Or worst. Yeah. It was a Matt Sundin jersey with the C on it and the 13 on the back. How about that? It was a white jersey with the blue crest. That was my, I had the drawstrings too. That was my favorite. I like it. Wow. By the way, it's Rick Re- Rick Regan's birthday today. Ta-da! How about that? <laughs> it's Rick Regan's birthday today. Happy Facebook's birthday, Rick! Still, still a useful tool for that kind of thing. Anyways, right we're on. jumping back in. Point point four of my quick six show topics are the Raptors won't be hosting Orlando tonight as scheduled. The game has been postponed due to the number of Magic players and staff in NBA COVID-19 protocol. All-star forward Pascal Siakam and rookie Delano Banton are in, are in health and safety protocols for the Raps who are scheduled to play at Chicago on Wednesday. Now for all the CFL fans that have showed up to hear about the CFL talk. Couple notes there. On Sunday, the Ottawa Red Blacks hired Sean Burke as their next general manager. He's meeting with the Ottawa media today. Hopefully, we can get him on the show. Sean Burke is a tremendous guy, a wonderful football man. He's been with the Hamilton Tiger Cats for a long time in the personnel department. I think, I don't know what they called him. He was like co-GM there with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. There were at least, at least eight really solid candidates for that Ottawa GM job. And for John Bur- Sean Burke to be left standing exhaustive search is kudos to him so there's nowhere to go from uh, but up for the Ottawa Red Blacks and now all eyes fall on the Edmonton Elks whom I gotta think is Chris Jones job to take if he wants it all of my thoughts on this are in my Monday morning goalie column which you can find at rodpeterson.com and I have also listed my top 10 free agents my top free agents per team, the, the number one free agent per team, which I'll get to in a moment, but I'm guessing with all the stuff you were doing, Darren, you didn't have time to look at the CFL free agent list. So out of all of that coming out of the weekend CFL-wise, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it, you know, the CFL news, I mean, congratulations to Sean Burke. That's a great job uh, for him to get, great promotion for him, and I'm, th- I'm sure he'll do wonderful things in Ottawa. I'm very curious now to see where they go. The Edmonton stuff was probably what I was following the closest because you hear the reports that, oh, um, Chris Jones is arriving in Edmonton and then there's another guy arriving in Edmonton and you don't know if that's it, if they're down to their final two with Govea or with, you know, Chris Jones. But it sounds like, you know, they're going to get the guy that they want. They're bringing people in only because they're serious. So I would expect them to act quickly and move fast, uh, potentially even this week would be exciting in Edmonton and and that free agent list the only thing I took away from it is it's like almost 400 names long man it's almost 400 names long it's insane and I know there was you know Dave Naylor was talking about this has to this is one of the biggest issues right now with the CFL is just the the sheer volume of free agents no everything's fine what are you talking about right they finished the season. They played the great. Come on, don't be so negative. Uh, From the comments, by the way, Troy Buzzwell on Facebook says, I see you, bro. Get some sunscreen on that noggin. On that nog. Um, 
you're going to be here soon, Darren, I hope, and you'll see for yourself that this sun, right around noon, uh, maybe even, well, sorry, about 1230 with the time change, it swings over this canopy and I'll be fine. And I don't know, I've never worn a ball cap on the air, ever, in my life. 13, 14,000 hours on the air, I've never worn a ball cap. I, I, I guess I could do sunscreen. I'll think about it. How about that? All right. How about um, that? Roger Yee in Calgary writes, says, Morning, Rod Squad. Hello, Roger. As you see, we're coming. Big announcement on Friday that we're taking up a residency at the Grey Eagle Resort in Calgary. Uh, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary. I can't wait for that. Uh, Jason in Red Deer says, Nurse and Legison now also in COVID protocol. Per Ryan Rishog. Hashtag, here come the Oilers. Oh, I don't get it. Um, yeah. Uh, my CFL top list, by the way. Here's my top guys. Like you said, I think it was officially 380 names, is the, I think is what it was. Um, the number one for the BC Lions, I've got Brian Burnham. He led them in receptions, closely hot on his heels with Lucky Whitehead in both stats and my list of the top free agents. But for me, Brian Burnham is more important for, than anybody else with the BC Lions. Uh, in Edmonton, linebacker Derek Moncrief, the former Los Angeles Ram and former Rough Rider, of course. This guy, he's the kind of guy you build a defense around. Derek Moncrief is a free agent. I think he's the number one guy for Edmonton. They've also got James Wilder Jr. and Greg Ellingson, but I can't have all offensive guys, can I? Number three, Kamar Jordan, their leading receiver. Number four for Saskatchewan, Duke Williams, who the fortunes of the team immediately improved when he showed up last year from the NFL, if you recall. Duke Williams is the guy Saskatchewan's got to sign. Winnipeg, no-brainer. The league MVP, Zach Caleros, is a free agent. Kyle Walters. In Hamilton, it's Dane Evans, the guy that they don't even get to the Grey Cup without Dane Evans, who said he owes it to himself to go to free agency. You understand that, Darren, in business lingo. Uh, lingo. He does. Yeah. But the Hamilton Tiger Cats owe it to themselves to sign Dane Evans. In Toronto, McBeth, another starting quarterback, McLeod, Bethel, Thompson. Just keep him away from the Raptors games, for the love of Pete. But sign McBeth. Ottawa. For lack of anybody else, it's Avery Williams, who led them in tackles. Uh, there's not a lot of big names on the Ottawa list, but that's also probably a good thing. It means whatever big names they have are largely locked down. Antoine Prono is a pending free agent, but I think Avery Williams is the guy they most need to have. And in Montreal, Jake Weineke, who came out of nowhere and led the CFL in touchdowns last year, at the very least touchdowns receiving. Jake Weineke is the guy Montreal has to have the most. There's your CFL coverage. And as we move on to the sixth and final point, and then we can talk about whatever we want the rest of the show. Notice how I always pick up the the way the announcers say it. Yeah, I love <laughs> Mike that. McGu Mike Messenger scored his second goal of the game, 322 into the fourth quarter. And the Saskatchewan rush held on for a 10-9 victory over the Vancouver Warriors way back on Friday night. Mark Matthews had a hat trick for the rush, who are now 1-2. And in Calgary, Dane Dobby had seven goals and two assists to lead the San Diego Seals past the Calgary Roughnecks 17-12. And that was also on Friday. Casey Jackson chipped in with four goals for the Seals, who are now 2-1. and one. And I saw there was a big goalie brawl in the NLL. So Moose, you're an NLL guy. 
<laughs> Pretty big weekend in lacrosse. That was something, the goalie tilt. I watched that one, and that was, I mean, that's a street fight. You're, you're in your shoes, and, and you're, you're, you know, the gear's up. That's a street fight, and you're taking a fist right to the face. I mean, that's, that's UFC times 10. It's insane. But that was cool. The rush really needed that win, though. But again, the rush got off to a slow start. Vancouver was 2-0 coming into that game. So that was a big win for the Saskatchewan Rush. But again, they got to fix their starts. They really do. And they'll be home on New Year's Eve for a fun game when they're going to do the countdown and a late start. So that's going to be a, a lot of fun to be a part of. You're going to be at the Rush game New Year's Eve, the countdown. I'm going to be at the Capital One. How about that? Bob's Great. your uncle. Uh, by the way, the poll question today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center is what will happen with the World Juniors? Given this thing is changing, but your options are play as normal, number two, play without fans, or number three, canceled entirely. 51% of you leading the way saying they'll play, but without fans. By the way, we're getting a lot of comments that people are loving the flow of both the Florida host and the Bermuda Triangle host, the Moose, if you want to know why, it's Tough Tribe for Men, our newest partner. Tough Tribe for Men contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants. Traditionally known for their scalp and hair, we are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men, available now at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. Moose, we'll see you in hour two. What do you say? All right, you betcha. TSN Montreal's Joey Alferi joins us next. It's daytime sports talk, the RP show. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Don't miss our annual World Junior Preview Show. It airs this Friday, Christmas Eve at 12 p.m. Eastern on Game Plus and, of course, YouTube Live as well. Hey, just ahead of Joey Alferi uh, joining us, TSN Montreal, we're asking, what was your Christmas gift from Troy in Toronto watching on Game Plus? He says, when I was an 8-year-old, was I got a small set of drums along with a Guess Who Greatest Hits double album. I learned how to play along to the songs from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, one year, everything under the tree for me was rider gear. The next year, everything was Raptors gear. Put a smile on this girl's face. So there you go. And from Mike in Toronto, he says, the NLL is a fantastic league. I'm hoping TSN steps up their coverage. All right. Well, speaking of TSN, TSN 690's Joey Alferi joins us from Montreal with a ton to talk. We went into the show thinking about NHLers to the Olympics but now we've got more teams added to COVID protocol Montreal Canadians were this morning Co uh, Joey what is your take on this last week in COVID wreaking havoc on pro sports yeah Roddy it's it's tough man it's tough that I, I thought that they might be able to get to the Christmas break clean uh, and then you can kind of reassess after three days off but it's just it's so many teams uh, that have been forced into this like I, I look at the Canadians and uh, they had Brendan Gallagher and Sammy Niku in COVID protocol a couple weeks ago. They just got out at the beginning of this week. Uh, now they had, uh, I know Cedric Paquette was uh, somebody they were monitoring, but Laurent Dauphin 
and Arturi Lekkinen are uh, confirmed positive now, so it's a couple more players. Uh, but uh, but with Montreal, I mean, it's just it's been such a rough year, uh, you know, compared to where you were last summer, spring, going to the Stanley Cup final to now. It just it seems like the the hits just keep on coming. But league wide, I just I hope that they can uh, that they can kind of weather the storm, that they can get through this after uh, the majority of teams are going to have more than a week off. And uh, look, I know we can probably kiss the Olympics goodbye. I want to see them go, but it just doesn't make sense anymore. And I'm just, I'm curious to see how they kind of rework the schedule in February now. Oh, for sure. And I really love the way the NHL handled it. They said the, it's up to the players to go. And uh, after talking to my hockey people, they're like, the owners never wanted the players to go in the first place. So now it's you guys wanted to go so bad, you decide. And it clearly looks like they do not want to go. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nightmare right now in the NHL. But as you say, particularly so for what the Montreal Canadiens have been through. What is the latest on the general manager search there, Joey? Yeah, so it looks like uh, Jeff Gordon wants to go with an outside-the-box hire. I think it was reported in The Athletic uh, last week that... Uh, that they might be interviewing. There's uh, three women that they're considering. Uh, they're also looking at hockey people that don't necessarily have a, a ton of experience. So uh, we haven't necessarily, everything's top secret out of the Montreal Canadiens, right? So we haven't been able to pinpoint who exactly is, is going to be strongly considered. But, you know, you're, you're hearing the names of Matthew Darsh, uh, Danny Briere, uh, and company. So I don't know what the timeline is. Like, they've kind of left it open to interpretation. They said that the, the GM wouldn't be hired before the holidays. And Certainly that's not going to happen. Um, but now it's just a question of, you know, I, I don't think the, the GM is going to be a, a silent partner, but I just I want to know how much power they're going to have compared to uh, Jeff Gordon when it comes to making trades, making signings and things of that nature. Is there a consensus fan favorite or a leader in the clubhouse in your mind, Joey? Because I'd heard uh, when I was back in Canada six weeks ago or so that it was going to be Matthew Darts. The buzz in hockey is that he has been prepped for this role. He's the perfect guy. Who, do the fans want anybody? Do they know who Matthew Darch is? Yeah, of course. I mean, he played here not too long ago, right? Had a had a nice little uh, NHL career as a, a bottom six guy. And I think um, just, you know, with his experience in business, his experience within this market, you know, I do think that people, I think he's a fine candidate. Like if they ended up announcing Matthew Darsh, uh, I'd be totally fine with that. He's a sharp dude. He's won a couple Stanley Cups. He's helped out. Uh, in Tampa Bay with Julien Brisebois there. So I think if you asked most people, uh, they would probably go with Darsh, but I think you have a bunch of guys. Martin Madden out in Anaheim's gotten a bunch of love. Uh, Danny Briere, uh, like I mentioned, has gotten some love too. So I think there's a lot of guys. There's been a lot of people that have kind of been, uh, that have been uh, propped up, uh, so to speak, over the course of the last few weeks, just because, I mean, the product on the ice has been rough. So uh, it gives you more and more time to kind of speculate as to who the next general manager is going to be. But I think consensus, I think the, the, the small majority would probably tell you that Matthew Darsh would be the favorite among the fan base. Joey, you've clearly worn your CFL chapeau for a reason. <laughs> so let's talk a little about the three-down game. We got through the season. We got through the Grey Cup. Now there's, I think it's 380 free agents available. Ottawa just hired a general manager. What is your take on the CFL as we are now one week into the offseason? Yeah, I like to make waves with my uh, hat choices. Last time I was on, Roddy, I wore a Brooklyn Nets hat, and the chat kind of blew up, which I wasn't expecting. Uh, so I went CFL today. <laughs> but uh, look, I mean, the CFL got the season in, you know, in the nick of time. It, it feels like something finally went uh, the CFL's way. And, 
I mean, it wasn't even really touch and go, right, with uh, with what happened up here. Uh, there was one game that was moved that ended up being a meaningless game between Toronto and Edmonton. But, you know, I thought the players handled themselves well. You know, just talking to a lot of players in this uh, in this city in Montreal and uh, around the league, I think most guys kind of took it seriously. And, and I think the end result proves that. Uh, with free agency, I mean, Montreal already made a big couple moves last week, bringing back Geno Lewis and Vernon Adams. And uh, it's kind of tough to disagree with those moves. I mean, to me, I, I still can't believe that Gino Lewis wasn't on the CFLPA All-Star team. Uh, I had a media vote, and I put him on the, the media team, and he ended up being on there. Uh, and for Vernon Adams, I know it was, you know people were kind of split. They, some liked what they saw from Trevor Harris, but I think this is the way to go. I think uh, this year was obviously tough injury-wise for Vernon, and it was tough uh, from a... Um, you know, even on-field perspective, Roddy, before he went down, I think there was a lot of times where he struggled and he just couldn't recapture that magic from 2019. So now how much of that is uh, what happened, you know, play calling wise, how much of it is just the injuries and the year off? I don't know, but I like the moves that they made. I like that they brought back Vernon and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt going into 2022. The viewers want to know something that I want to know. B. Henderson, watching on YouTube, says, how come Montreal doesn't want to hire Patrick Waugh as their next general manager? <laughs> I don't think that Montreal doesn't want to hire. I mean, from, from the fan base, I think they're pretty split. Um, but I don't know. Like, he has so many people backing him in the media, especially on the French side. I mean, uh, Jeff Gordon's introductory press conference, he was asked about one candidate, and it was Patrick Waugh. So I think it's a fair question. I just... To me, when I think of Patrick, I mean, and I'm assuming they haven't said, Roddy, but they, they you know, it looks like they're going to head for a rebuild. And we know how, how fiery and how competitive Patrick is. Like, is he a guy well-suited to be general manager of a rebuilding team? I don't know. Like, like to me, I think if you hire Patrick Waugh for your NHL team uh, to work in partnership and tandem with a guy like Jeff Gordon, who has a lot of GM experience, I don't know that that works for me. So I think... Any team, and I don't know who's hiring Patrick, to be honest with you, but any team that hires Patrick, it feels to me, this is just my opinion, but it feels to me like if you're going to hire Patrick, he's got to be the guy. You, you, he's, you, know, you have to embrace the circus, uh, embrace uh, what he brings, embrace the competitor, embrace the fieriness, you know, that kind of personality that he brings. But to me, if you're hiring Patrick, you're hiring, to, uh, you're hiring him to be the guy. And I just, I don't think that that's the situation the Canadians are in right now. They already have a guy who takes up a lot of room in the front office. Uh, everybody loves him. There must be somebody that doesn't. <laughs> that's why he's not I love him the too. Don't, um, I mean, Roddy, don't get yeah. me wrong. I love him too. Like, I, like, I think that he's, you know, he's must-see TV whenever he works in the NHL. And obviously, he means a lot to this market. No, no questions asked. You know, one of the all-time greats. And, you know, if they hired him, you know, I wouldn't really bat an eyelash. It's just that I don't know that this is the situation. I don't know that the timing is right right now. Hey, we got about a minute. Um, NFL, very excited week 15, and it looks like an incredibly wild finish. Who is Montreal's NFL team? Or is it like Toronto that it's split among so many you couldn't designate one? Yeah, you can. You can't really designate. I mean, there's a big, big, big portion of the NFL fan base. Uh, that's uh, Cowboys Nation, Steelers Nation for sure too. Uh, you got uh, Raider Nation also. I get some love out here, but it's just it's way too spread out. The fan bases are uh, to pick uh, to pick one team. It just uh, it doesn't work that way in this city. It's kind of all over the map. Who do you like? 
I was a Raider fan growing up, but Roddy, you know I'm a fantasy football guy now, so it's hard for me to root. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Okay, my friend, <laughs> Joya Noel, however you say it in Italian, and uh, we'll see you in 2022. Thanks, buddy. Merry Christmas to uh, everybody there, except uh, your boy Clark, because he's a Maple Leafs fan. How about that? Gotcha. Hey, you got oh, it. How about no. that? Appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. We got Taco Time viewer take up next, everybody, and we'll tell you what else is going on in sports. Whatever we may have missed, Taco Time online ordering is available. Try it today and get a free burrito on your first order. Use promo code FREEBURRITO when you sign up. It's daytime sports talk coming to you live from the Pompano Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida on Game Plus. YouTube Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio at Rod Peterson. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Another beautiful day here in South Florida with more of a hockey hotbed than you know. And uh, that is right over my shoulder, as a matter of fact, where we broadcast here from the Pompano Beach House. And it is Taco Time viewer takeover, as I mentioned. The word here from Taco Time that I want to pass along. It's a simple one. They're not tater tots. They're maxi fries. They're sticking to that. Hang on, do you hear that? How about that? Chopper going by, del delivering lunch. Okay. I love the text line 902-518-3033. People are telling me they're singing it in the shower. They're singing it driving down the road. They're singing it when they close their eyes, when they lay down to bed. Rod Peterson. And several have written in here today. Uh, Ken Pearson is watching in Nipawa, Manitoba, and he says, Love the location, Roddy, but you better lather up. You're glistening. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Ken. And it's funny. That's what Greg Zahn talked about, about once every couple of weeks. And Zani won a World Series with the Marlins just down the road here. 40-some miles. And he's, he didn't like South Florida. He didn't want to stay. He says, everybody looks shiny. <laughs> and that's funny with Ken and Nipua, Manitoba. says, you're glistening. That, just that thin layer of sweat everybody has down here. Um, yeah, I'll be fine. Jeff the Stamps fan, I love it. You know where he's writing from? Calgary. He says, Jeff the Stamps fan here. This is a picture from Casa Jeff Stamps from late Saturday afternoon. Catching up on the RP show while admiring the brand new addition to my Stampeder collection, the 75th anniversary edition helmet. So he sent us a photo from his living room of all his stamps helmets. Clark, if you can pull that, I'm not expecting you to get it in this segment. But I think people should see that, that we are very popular in Calgary. And that's why we're going there early in the new year, as you all know, for the live residency at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. 56 live shows early in 2022 from their various spots. Last minute, last minute of play in hour one. 
from the text line. DG in Saskatoon writes in and says, Morning, guys. Great to see you were able to make it to the Boca Raton Bowl RP. Bailey Zapp's name surely will be uh, coming up on this show in the future, whether in the NFL or CFL. You bring up how much college football talk is talked about, how out, uh, and how junior hockey isn't. Maybe we need the CHL bowl games for teams that don't make the Memorial Cup. Think of the Prince Albert Raiders versus the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds in the Cape Breton Bowl. Signed, DG in Saskatoon. I'm glad that you were paying attention that I said Western Kentucky smacked around Appalachian State 59-38 in the RoofClaim.com Boca Saturday, which I stopped by. Love the college bridge. There will be more of it. Of this coming up after this. Also on YouTube Live. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.